Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the happy hamster corner i am your host holly and i am here with someone very dear to me my boyfriend do you want me to say your name (laughs) 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 my boyfriend derek and he is going to talk a little bit about some of his history with hamsters so do you want to say hi to the hamster community hello everybody it's (laughs) nice to meet you all (laughs) He's been such a huge support throughout this entire journey with me, and yeah, it's been great. You owned hamsters in your past. Do you want to tell a little bit about that? Yeah, so my sister and I had two hamsters when we were, I think, like in eighth grade. Um, I think they were Syrian hamsters. They were kind of the classic brown hamster, tan hamster, whatever. Um, And we, of course, kept them in the classic cage where you're not supposed to keep them the little what are they critter trills or something Mm -hmm. it's equivalent to that yeah yeah um so hardly any bedding in there and uh they'd always get out they'd always escape out of the their little top hatch thing that they had they i don't know how they would do it but uh (laughs) they always find a way somehow yeah we, we kept them in a loft area upstairs and when they would get out um it'd always be at nighttime of course and then we'd go in up there in the morning to feed them or just kind of check up on them and they'd be gone. And we had a little Jack Russell Terrier at the time. And um, <laughs> we would always say, go get the mouse, you know, and she would never harm them or any, even get near them. She'd just kind of sniff them out for us just so we could find them and put them back in their um, little enclosures. But that's, yeah, that's about <laughs> it. With this. <laughs> that's so funny. Every time I hear that story, I'm like, what the heck? That's so strange that she would just sniff them out like, she just knew exactly where they were and it was like a game to her in a way but even though she wouldn't harm them so yeah their breed was trained to hunt rabbits or something like that back in the day the little jack russells or their spazzes she loved it she loved when they got out my parents didn't love it so much it was a little bit of a pain (laughs) oh (laughs) what made you and your sister decide to get hamsters when you were younger well, we had rabbits at the time, too, and we kept those outside in their uh, little cages. We just loved having a little animal, you know. I I always wanted fish and just, you know, I, I thought they were going to be kind of easy to take care of. And <laughs> honestly, I always wanted to put them inside that little ball and have them running around. So yeah. that was one of the first things that we got was those little little ball things. And they would run around in our kitchen because it was a kind of a tiled floor, so it was easier for them to run around. yeah. But it was summertime and we just wanted to have a little something to do, you know, have little pets to care for. Yeah, which is, which is fun, you know? Yeah, it was fun. You both each had your own hamster, correct? Yes, yeah, and they were kept in the same pen, which I don't believe they were supposed to be. It, they never would fight, but they would, you know, they, they were spazzy because they were bored in there. Yeah, it's okay though, because, you know, we did that too, but you just, you didn't know that no. at the time. And the pet stores would never tell you that was a bad idea. They would just kind of hand them to you and have fun. Yeah, some people <clears throat> at pet stores know stuff 
but you don't have to have any knowledge no of pets or their care to work at a pet store no it's not a requirement but that's okay you guys learned from it and that's what matters you have been around patra a lot since you know you're around me a lot so does being around petra and me and my love for hamsters because you haven't had hamsters since you were younger that's right yeah does it make you want to have a hamster now? Yes and no, just because you have Petra and I'm always around her. So that that would be the only reason why I, I would not, just because it's kind of like I I have her in a way. You know, I get to care for her and pet her and watch how it's done. But maybe down the road, yeah. I mean, right now I have fish, so that's kind of my thing right now. Yeah, Derek's fish are the equivalent to to Petra to me. Do you want to tell a fun story about Petra? <laughs> um, well, what is your favorite thing about Petra? My favorite thing about Petra is that she is so tiny and so calm. She really does have her own personality. I mean, you know kind of what she likes and what she doesn't like. Well, what I, <laughs> my favorite thing with Petra is I kind of spoil her in the sense that I like to open up sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds and feed them to her and Oh, Holly yeah. always kind of <laughs>, laughs at that. I'm like, why do you do that? Like, you don't have to do that. I think it's my way to kind of gain her love, which I never really needed <laughs> to do. But I don't know. It's, it's just kind of like Petra and I's thing. I, I open up seeds for her and feed her the, the seed. <laughs> this is true. He does do this. He's done this since day one. <laughs> she loves it. She doesn't have to do anything. She just shoves it in her cheek and calls it good. Runs away. <laughs> She just stuffs it in her cheek and then runs to her wheel, dumps it out, and starts running. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh. But yeah, I mentioned in one of my other podcasts that you said that Petra's personality is similar to my personality in that she's like me in hamster form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you guys are kind of spontaneous and fun and... I don't know. You just, weird. <laughs> no, not, not weird. It's just good to be around. You know, just, I don't want to say hyper, but... You know, you just have a lot of energy. You kind of take after each other. You guys are similar to each other. That's true. She is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to make this short and sweet for you guys. I just wanted to do a short episode this week. Um, I am going to have some write-in collaborations as well for you. So stay tuned for those. But do you want to say anything else to the hamster community? You guys keep doing your thing. Keep treating your hamsters correctly and keep... You know, spreading the word on how to treat your little pets and spoil them when you can. And that's about it. Oh, I love that. You've got to spoil your pets regardless of what it is. Derek spoils his fish. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It's hard to spoil fish. It's more of a... It's just fun decorating their little tank. I mean, yeah. I, do, I do spoil them. I make sure they have proper lives, proper size tank and everything like that so there's this one fish that has to have spots that you hide behind so he sets up this one little section so that he has a place to hide so he like makes sure that he has his own environment yeah, you gotta um, make it comfortable. yeah. yeah. it's just nice so you're, you spoil your pets in different ways Hello everyone and I hope you enjoyed that little conversation with my boyfriend Derek about his past hamsters and yeah. So I have a couple of write-ins that I want to share with you guys. This first one is from 
Taco the Hammy, they wrote in saying, I would say one of the biggest problems when owning a hamster is that people completely underestimate how bored a hamster can get. The minimum cage size is 450 square inches, but that isn't always enough. You could even give your hamster a cage that is 1,000 square inches, but that may still not be enough. You always need to make sure that your hamster has enough nourishment. Their boredom could be easily satisfied with something as simple as a pine cone to gnaw on. I personally like to add many natural wood items so at least my hamster can chew on something for their teeth. I love watching little Taco play around in his sand bath and his bedding. I hope this tip helps a lot of you. Thank you so much. This is awesome. It just goes to show that simple things can easily break boredom for your hamster. So thank you so much for writing this in. I also have another thing I want to share with you guys. Little Peppered Hamster wrote in, Pepper the Hamster. What she wrote is very important. So instead of doing a tip of the week this week, I'm going to read this for you guys because I feel like this is very important. She wrote in, First of all, thank you for giving me platform on this podcast. You're welcome. (laughs) My name is Allison and I have a precious hamster named Pepper. Pepper is very cute, by the way. I named her that because of her peppered ears. My topic is going to be about coming into the hamster community, making mistakes I've made as a beginner. We all make mistakes. It's okay. I recently posted on my Instagram about her cage. Allow me to begin. I always wanted a rodent, whether that be a rat or a hamster or a gerbil. My main issue was at first I lived in a house with dogs, so I didn't want to stress whatever I had out with my big dogs. So finally, I moved into an apartment on my own, and I would love to say I did surface-level research, which I'm not entirely proud of. My boyfriend, who I appreciate and love very much, bought me all the hamster stuff I needed for Christmas. That's so sweet. (laughs) This is no fault on his part because I should have let him know, but we got a Critterville cage. Of course, when you go through the honeymoon phase of, oh my gosh, my hamster, in quotes, you don't necessarily learn their behaviors. First, I noticed something was weird with Pepper when she was biting her bars. Something in me began to curl up inside and I felt strings of guilt and anxiety. I decided to watch Victoria Rachel videos and I honestly cried. I wanted to bury my head in the sand. I felt this way because first of all, I felt so incredibly bad that Pepper had to live in this for a week to be exact and second i feel like some of the hamster community is very vicious and cannot accept mistakes let me put into perspective i was a first time hamster owner and the moment i learned my cage slash wheel was too small for pepper i got new things but there are still people that would have chastised me and say I don't deserve a hamster 
or I shouldn't have one at all. So I published on Pepper's Instagram what I did as a source of accountability. I was filled to the brim with anxiety. I understand that people who go after people with critter trail cages just want what's best for the animal, but we need to be more understanding and give resources to help. A common cause I see is cost, so why don't we make a resource list of how to make a cheap, safe, appropriate hamster enclosure? Punishing people with words doesn't do us any good as hamster owners. It can come off as isolating and really breaking someone down. Instead, we need to help them because I'm sure there was a time when you felt you needed help at one point. I'm really proud to say that Pepper is thriving in her new cage, and I will take full responsibility for my hamster's mistakes. I'm continuing to learn about hamster care, and Pepper herself and I will always continue that. I think what we as hamster owners need to really push is friendly hamster education. And when people make mistakes, we need to ask why and provide resources to help. I put in my story in quotes, hey, what are some cheap good things for hamster enclosures? End quotes. And I was lucky that someone wrote a whole list of what and where to buy. I felt included and I felt comfortable admitting my mistakes. If we make new hamster owners feel like they can ask questions and feel that it's okay to admit when they're wrong or when they've made mistakes, we improve the hamster's overall well-being. She said, this is basically how I felt coming into the hamster community and what I've recently struggled with. Thank you so 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 much for sharing this i feel really awful for you that you were chastised and told you don't deserve a hamster and all of that that's really really sad but she is definitely right we should not put people down for their care especially making people feel uncomfortable to ask questions that is not okay either. I find this very important because as a community, we need to provide education and resources for people, not tear people down. So we are all human and we make mistakes and we learn from those mistakes. She made a mistake about the cage she provided for her hamster. As soon as she learned that that wasn't okay, she changed that. And doesn't deserve to be criticized for a mistake that she made in the past. But this is what this podcast is about. Not hating on people for their mistakes that they've made. Feeling open to talk about that and learn and grow. I'm not an expert. Nobody else is an expert. We're still learning and growing in this process. And that is so freaking important. I'm glad I was able to give you a platform to talk about your experience and thank you so much for writing in. And she said, thank you so much. I really appreciate that you've created a platform where people can learn from and talk about. It's a wonderful thing that you're doing. I wanted to share that little bit of feedback that she gave on my podcast 
as well. Another person in the hamster community, Huggable Hamsters, wrote in some little feedback. I really like someone being so positive about everything for change. Even bad care can be talked about in a normal tone. People often listen better that way too. I have never really listened to podcasts before, to be honest, but I like it and I will remember it next week too. I absolutely love listening to you. I'm definitely a fan. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. I release new episodes every single Friday for you guys. And if you want to be featured on here, let me know. I love talking to different hamster community members. I love having you guys on here. It is super fun to meet you and make new friends in this community. So don't be shy. Go ahead and send me a message and get ready for next week because I have a great guest for you guys. She has tons of experience with hamsters and is going to tell her story. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to that episode and learn a whole lot from hamster mistakes to yeah just something that experience can teach you that books or online can't. (laughs) So get ready for that next week and get ready for the first the Happy Hamster Corner giveaway because that's exciting. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited. (laughs) So follow me on Petra the Hamster on Instagram. I post cute pictures of her and updates on this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, like it, subscribe, all the jazz that you do. Yeah, but I will see you guys next Friday for another episode. And of course, as always, have a happy one, guys. Bye.